In bigger companies, the janitors typically don't get paid as much as the sales staff. Why is that? Well, because the janitors don't typically drive revenue, unless you're a cleaning company. Is their work important? Absolutely it is. But a clean shop with no customers in it very quickly is going to have to lay off the janitors because there's no money to pay them with. Now, this isn't a shot at the janitors or the accountants or the bookkeepers or the executive assistants. It's priority for resources. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. We have three very limited resources, time, energy, and money. Those are the only three things that we can put into our coaching practices to make them profitable. But how do we do it? What's the order of priority for investing into the business side of our practices? Hi, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches. And today, we're going to be answering exactly that question. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. Well, we're in that time of year where people are starting to really think about the new year. What are my resolutions for 2021? Well, something like 90% of all resolutions will be broken by February 14th. Six weeks. That's why people need good coaches. Because resolutions typically last less than six weeks. Good coaches stop that from happening. And at least part of how we do that is by eliminating the need for New Year's resolutions. We help our clients make changes when they need to make changes, not at the end of a year. And we use methods that stick rather than trying to frantically make changes because it's a random date on a calendar. We can help to create new habits and new activity patterns that lead to better outcomes for our clients. For my clients, these outcomes are habits and activity patterns that lead to profitable coaching practices. Practices that support a life of joy and rewards for serving others. My first booked solid group intensive of 2021 runs January 4th and goes through February 11th. Six weeks. Strange that I would have picked six weeks at the beginning of the year. The participants will all have, by the end of it, locked in the activity patterns that lead to a consistent flow of new clients. If you'd like to be part of that next group, go to profitforcoaches.com booked and sign up. But for today, I want to help you set up your successful work pattern. The proper order of priority 
for investing the resources that you have into your practice in order to ensure that it's successful. So this is not a question of what's the order of how to spend your time. Not unless time is your only resource and you don't have a steady flow of clients yet. If you've got no money and you've got no energy and you've all you've got is time and you don't have any clients, then yes, every last second you have should be focused on getting clients. Uh, but when you're dealing with the full spectrum of the three limited resources we have, time, energy, and money, when you're working on your business and trying to determine where and how to allocate those limited resources that you have, what's going to get the lion's share? And how do you allocate them appropriately? Where do you put your focus? Now, obviously, client delivery and experience is incredibly important. That's usually the answer that people get. Top number one, we need to be delivering to our clients. And yeah, it's important. But most of the work that we do there is in the business stuff. It's being the coach. It's doing the work. In our ideal practice, that is the majority of the time focus for us. But what most gurus and the bros teach is that client delivery and client experience is where we want to be the most efficient so that we can deliver with the least possible time commitment. And while efficiency here is important, in an actual coaching practice where we regularly coach clients and provide support one-to-one -one or in small groups or even from stage with a bunch of people in front of us, let's face it, efficiency only goes so far. Yes, we will supplement the coaching with information products and other things that allow for more cash flow without over-reliance on our ability to physically show up for more hours than we have available or want to commit. But that's the point. When we're working on the business, our focus is to set up the rest of the practice, the business side of the practice, to support and allow for the delivery and actual coaching side of the coaching practice. It's the opposite of what most of the gurus will teach you. Because most gurus and bros don't believe you can have a profitable coaching practice. They think the only way you can be profitable is to, quote unquote, scale up and sell nothing but info products. But our focus is building our coaching practice so that it is efficient and allows us to do the actual coaching. So if that's the focus, where do we allocate our resources to allow that to happen? Well, how do we support delivery to clients? Four things. Four things have to be in place. Number one, we have to have clients. Can't coach clients if you don't have any. Number two, we need to know that there will be more clients. So we need to have that flow of prospects. Number three, we need to ensure that the clients we have are happy clients. And number four, we need to make sure that everything else is handled. That's the order of priority. So step one is sales. What is our system and what are our steps to ensure that every day someone moves at least one step closer to buying what we sell? This is where the vast majority of resources go in the most successful large companies in the world, possibly to their detriment if you ever read the book by Joey Coleman, uh, Never Lose a Customer Again. As small or even micro businesses, coaches don't want to try and do everything the way the huge companies do. For example, we're not going to be spending billions on branding and marketing, right? But we do need sales. It is the first foundational layer of any business. If no one is buying from you, you don't have a business. Many, many coaches hate sales. And that's okay. I am not saying that you need to spend the majority of your day selling or becoming a sleazy salesperson. I'm saying that when we are allocating resources, when we're deciding what are you going to make sure is working, 
preferably in as systematic and leveraged and absolutely dependable a way as possible, when we're making that decision, sales is the top of the priority list. Not marketing, sales. Not getting your name out, not Facebook ads, not content creation, sales. Make sure that the business side of your practice moves at least one person at least one step closer to working with you every day. We teach this in Profit for Coaches. It is the fundamental thing that a business has to do and that a coaching practice has to do. And the best part is we can make it pretty much automatic. Priority number two is marketing. You can't sell it if there aren't people interested in being sold to. All right, I hear it coming. Well, if you have to have people to sell to, shouldn't marketing be the first priority? No, not in order of priority. Because remember, marketing doesn't get you clients. Marketing just creates awareness. If your priority is marketing and you get a bunch of people interested in you, but you don't know how to give them the chance to pay you for your coaching, then you've wasted your effort and their time and attention. You can sell without marketing. There are already people aware of you including existing clients that you can sell more stuff to. If you don't have existing clients, you have people who know you that you can reach out to. You do need marketing to get beyond the low-hanging fruit of the people that already know you, like you, and trust you. Even if that marketing is just getting those people who know you, like you, and trust you to refer you to other people that they know, right? We do want to create awareness with more people once we know what and how to sell to them. So marketing does become important. And again, most coaches hate marketing. Some even more than they hate selling because we as an industry suck at marketing. This is why we spend billions of dollars every year paying the gurus, bros, so-called coaches and experts for their high ticket marketing training packages, most of which don't actually work for a coaching practice as we've discussed. All they teach you how to do is sell packages. They're very good at teaching you how to sell packages, but they won't teach you how to build a profitable coaching practice. But they make it sound so good, right? It's the silver bullet, the magic pill, the simple formula to hack the algorithm, right? Listen, you really only need four things. I teach all of them, plus a couple of bonuses, in the Profit for Coaches system. In the Profit for Coaches booked solid group intensive, along with all the sales stuff, we will put in the four simple marketing strategies that you need to make your priority number one and priority number two automatic. This is not an advertorial. This is important, and it is the biggest thing where I see coaches do it wrong. So please, if you think marketing or sales are the areas of your coaching practice that need the biggest help right now, go to ProfitForCoaches.com slash booked, get into the program. And if you don't, if you don't want to learn how I do it, that is totally fine. Whatever tactics or systems you want to use, use them. So long as they work for you, and as long as they don't require you to shortchange your clients to focus on selling. Which brings us to number three. Priority number three, happy clients. Nailing down the client experience, making sure that you're able to show up for the client and deliver so that they're not just happy, but delighted and raving about you to their friends. That's what this priority is about. Making sure we build the business side of the practice so that it supports a great client experience. There are many, many, many ways to do this. And a very big part of how you choose to do this is going to depend or be dictated by how you coach and what your single biggest result and your core deep underlying benefits are. Again, we teach a bunch of this in Profit for Coaches. But 
it's going to be different depending on the person. Either way, though, whichever that framework needs to look like, you do need to put resources into this. It's either going to be time, it's going to be money, or it's going to be energy or some combination, making sure that you have delighted clients, which, by the way, you can't do if you don't know how to handle priority number one or priority number two. Priority number four, making sure everything else is covered. In bigger companies, the janitors typically don't get paid as much as the sales staff. Why is that? Well, because the janitors don't typically drive revenue, unless you're a cleaning company. Is their work important? Absolutely it is. But a clean shop with no customers in it very quickly is going to have to lay off the janitors because there's no money to pay them with. Now, this isn't a shot at the janitors or the accountants or the bookkeepers or the executive assistants. It's priority for resources. So am I saying that you should be doing your own bookkeeping or living in a filthy office or pushing your accounting off and just hoping that the, the government never comes after you for your taxes? Absolutely not. This is important stuff. Just the opposite. As soon as you can, you need to put your least limited resource, which we want to set up to be money, into getting other people and systems in place to take care of these very important things. Remember, priority number four is still a priority. And you want good help. You need to invest in professionals and in good automation. But remember this. Of those three limited resources, time, energy, and money, time is your most precious asset. You never get it back, and you don't know how much you have. So as soon as we can, we want to stop putting that most valuable and precious asset into our lowest priority needs. We want money to do that. How do we do that? Well, that's why priority one and priority two are about making money. Priority three is about keeping clients happy so you continue to have money so that you can fund priority number four. So that's, there you have it. Priority number one is sales, having clients to coach. Priority number two is marketing, making sure you have a steady flow of prospects to sell, to turn into clients. Priority number three is making sure that the clients have an amazing, delightful customer experience. And priority number four is making sure that everything else is taken care of to allow you to do the other three. Now, are these laws, are these unbreakable laws of the universe? No, not at all. These are guidelines. Things are going to come up. The business is always going to need improving. And as we do that, as we deal with the things that come up or as we deal with improving the business, we are going to temporarily adjust the resource allocations as needed. And there's a great system for figuring how to do that. And yes, I teach that in Profit for Coaches. But the point is, these priorities for the business side will keep you profitable and keep you doing the things that you love. So one last note, because I just listed the order of priority. If everything else is priority number four, and that's the lowest priority, people have said to me before, does that mean that you're saying that the client delivery and client experience is the next least important? It's priority number three. So does that mean it's less important than marketing and sales? Like we're coaching, we're high touch. We want to make sure that we have good clients. You just said, Joss, don't shortchange the client. Absolutely. Remember though, this is the on the business side of things. This is how we're partitioning out our resources for the management and efficiency focused part of what we do the business side of the coaching practice. Serving clients gets the vast majority of our time on the in-the-business side. 
it gets the vast majority of our resources on the working in the business side of things. And that resource that we usually give is time, which is the most precious. That's why it's number three on the on the business side. Because as coaches, we love client work. And it's hard to remember sometimes that we need to pull our heads out of that and make sure that the business side is still working. Because we make sure the business side is consistently bringing in new clients, creating awareness that we exist, ensuring that our client experience is delightful, and keeping all of the distracting admin and other stuff taken care of properly. If we set that up right, we will have all the time and energy we want to show up for that steady stream of our ideal clients who want our help and will get amazing transformations from working with us. And we'll be paid very well for doing so. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Willard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.